Hello everyone and welcome to episode 19 of The Strangers Podcast. Today I am welcoming Robert. Uh, hello, I'm Robert. I'm uh, from Scotland, currently studying at, uh, at Open University, we're also working as well. But the first question is, what have you tolerated from others in the past that you no longer have space for? Probably people expecting me to do this thing just because I've always, just because I'm content be doing stuff, forthright and telling people, no, I'm not going to do this just because you think I can do it. Like, give me the reason why it has to be me as opposed to anyone else, making sure that's beyond just taking me for, yeah, me for granted sort of, sort of thing, if that makes sense mm -hmm. to you. Is it, is yeah. it in your work solely or is it just in your personal life as well? Uh, it's a bit of both. Like it's there because it, it, it certainly happens before uh, school a bit and then also it has happened at work as well. How has your view on love evolved over time? If I don't know if it's necessarily evolved that much. Uh, I mean, it's hard to say really, uh, as I've not really been, really been a proper relationship as an adult, so it's hard to necessarily see if it has changed. Like we grew up in a generation before these, all these online dating apps were like how it became the way almost not everyone meets through dating apps, but previously people went through work or see like that. And now it's moved further towards a more online culture than it was even 10 years ago when yes, online dating was a thing even 10, 15 years ago, but it was like maybe 5% would mm -hmm. meet partners online. Whereas now it's, it's probably creeping up to 56% of couples are originally meet uh, through a app like a Tinder or something like that, as opposed to meeting, uh, at a workplace or through university directly, or like in like an in-person interaction necessarily. And how do you feel about that? I don't know. I feel that maybe it potentially affects how committed people are to relationships as it's, there's, there's more options shown to you, even if those options aren't necessarily available, where it's anyway, you can go through a few hundred people across multiple apps in a, in a day or whatever. In real life, you'd maybe only interact with 40, 50 people at most. You, you can go for more people in, through a, in, in a dating app than you would in even a nightclub. I don't know how I necessarily feel if that's the right way to go, wrong way to go. It should, in theory, reduce the gray areas, but it doesn't necessarily remove the gray areas as it, as some people, times people aren't necessarily, their intentions aren't as clear as they should be on these dating apps. It's a new world, which we're trying to develop in, which it will be interesting to see how it turns out. The next question is, if you could get to know someone in your life on a deeper level, who would it be? I don't know, maybe just some of my friends that I used to hang out with, but then sort of drifted, it drifted apart just in how like people like knew from school and just a bit drifted apart and just when you're with some, you kind of like long, quite meaningful conversations, but then that doesn't necessarily translate as well when trying to do it over a text conversation or even a Zoom call necessarily. So yeah, maybe just like the uh, friends that I've fallen out of contact with from before, just cause like, I don't see them like in person as often, so then it gets a lot more difficult to have like a deeper, a deeper friendship necessarily, cause you just don't have the opportunity to necessarily discuss mm -hmm. in depth certain topics. Maybe it will become the done thing in future, but it's still, they still feel more, at least to me personally anyway, more an in-person conversation as opposed to a text conversation, especially because you don't necessarily get tone of a text that way. Yeah. Yeah. And also like body language. Like yes. If you feel 
relaxed and confident in talking about whatever it is that kind of translate and by text like you don't have that extra information yes yeah and then of course that ends up leading into maybe not miscommunication but certainly clarifications that end up being required which mean, means something that could have been said over six words with meaning uh, like with the body language and the tone there then become two paragraphs to try and explain the exact same yeah and even like the environment because when you text you don't know where the people necessarily are if i don't know they're in a rush or like queuing for something yeah. and you just want to have a deep chat and that's not necessarily the best type of, um, yeah. to receive like whatever it is that you want to talk about so yeah i get you are you lying to yourself about anything i don't know probably probably my own abilities because i do sometimes get maybe not quite imposter syndrome but something that would be that would be that would potentially fall under that sort of like naming of it as like i do sometimes lose confidence in myself over like say my own intelligence just so that i don't necessarily have the confidence in myself that i used to have mm -hmm. which and i undersell myself in certain aspects but then uh, that then requires reassuring from other people to actually re-engage my confidence in that certain area because like when i was like growing up because i was like at that point i was like always topping the class like i could actively tell i must be doing quite well because i'm topping everything then it got to like later environments where i wasn't necessarily the number one mm -hmm. like and then that's what then start, made me start to understand myself because I, I like i can't keep claiming i'm, I'm clever if i'm if there's 20 people that are more clever than me than just in my class or whatever mm -hmm. uh, so then that's what would cause that into spiral even though if i look at the whole population if i if i didn't focus on just my class to the main and i looked at the whole population as a whole it was just like just because i'm not in the top 10 percent of the class doesn't mean i'm not top 10 percent in that subject across the like across the country or whatever something like that or something that i just don't but i always just see it as what where i am to the others directly around me as opposed to where i could add a more general situation yeah and and i guess also if we talk about like knowledge and then concrete yeah. like knowledge, it's not something that, you know, you have, like, if you have knowledge, you don't take it from others. It's just something yeah. that completely always adds up. So yeah. you can have a lot of knowledge, but a lot of people also have a lot of knowledge and it doesn't take anything yeah. away from your yeah. knowledge, you know? What character would you play in a movie? So where exactly does, which, which direction to go in this is the, as in which character would I want to play or which character was I am most like in terms of how it would appear in a movie because the character I'd want to be would be somewhere along the lines of Richard, you know, uh, the bodyguard, that TV series from the BBC from a uh, couple of years ago, Richard Madden was the main TV series rather than a movie, but mm -hmm. same thing, same difference. So like, like a very heroic, stoic character. But then what I am is more like in terms of what I am more like in a more general sense and more this slightly quiet one at the, uh, at the back of the room, not necessarily doing nothing, but like, that's where I would be more realistically. I'd be more quite a character at the back of the room who maybe knows something as opposed to being the one that's always the one running into danger necessarily. Uh, so it's like, that's just how it's like, so I said, I don't know quite where the what direction you, the, the, that question is meant to be answered but that's no it's real 
It's from interpretation. It's how are you feeling it? Are you usually early on time or late? Usually early. I have this thing where I, I but like I get very, I wouldn't quite say stressed, but get very particularly or making sure I definitely get to places exactly on like exactly early. Yeah, it's just something that's always stuck with me in just you know, through life, really. When uh, I'm younger, like of say like a nightclub or some of that, where like I want to get there for this certain time, and I struggle to let go of getting to there at that certain time when the others around, like people around me, say dawdling because they're chatting and things like that. So it's mm -hmm. it's yeah. What title would you give this chapter in your life? Uh. Something along the lines of like the restart or something similar, uh, because I don't, I don't know if that's quite the right phraseology because like, cause I was at a conventional university, then dropped out and then spent a year just working and then started, uh, started studying again. Like I stopped doing stuff and then have started again. It's, it's been a bit of a roller coaster of the yeah, last five, six years or whatever. So that's. It's where it is. That's where it is. Where I'm currently now. What about you has felt re repeatedly misunderstood by others, if anything? Just because I am quiet, like the quietest one in the room doesn't necessarily mean I'm not paying attention to what's going on in the room. Uh, cause some people think like, cause depending on a conversation, I'll be, I might not speak that much, but it doesn't mean I'm not paying attention to the overall conversation. I just, I just don't necessarily put myself forward into a conversation, especially when it's more than like two or three people. Because if it's, if it's just like me and like one or two others, then maybe I'm a bit more talkative. But if there's like, say six or seven people, like in like a group talking, I am more likely to be the one not talking than, but that's not because I'm not interested in the conversation. It's just, I try to be very exact with when I say something, uh, in like, in a big group conversation, like, uh, like that. And is that also with your close friends or like the, the people that you know more or is that? Yes. Yeah. It, it, it probably even happens then, like, like, especially when there's like, say a group of us, group of us, like we're just around someone's flat or whatever, even I, this, it still likely happens, but like, that's it. If, it, if it's just me, a couple of others, then I probably will be still quite talkative in that situation. But then if it gets to four, five, six, seven, eight, it, I'm still the I'm likely to become a lot less likely to talk in those situations than what it was, say, when it's two or three. And is, the, is there a reason to that? Or is it just because you enjoy more to like understand others than being understood yourself by others? I think it's because when, it's because at some points when I was younger, like say 15, 14, I wasn't as exact with my language and would Katie may not blow something out in the wrong way, but I would not necessarily think before I would say anything. Mm -hmm. So from that experience, because it did, it could sometimes lead to a bad outcome from the conversation. I then, since then decided to be a bit more slow and actually think through what I'm going to say into the next conversation, as opposed to just saying the person comes to her head in a, in a good conversation mm -hmm. like that. When was the last time you surprised yourself? Probably when I passed my, passed my driving test, uh, because I, even though I'd gone in hoping to pass, I, when I came out, 
when I was getting to the end of it, I didn't think I had passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I thought I'd made a mistake that I hadn't actually done. But in my head, I thought I had done it. So then I was very negative in my head before they said I had passed at that moment in time. Um, have you changed your mind about anything recently? I've probably, I've probably changed my mind recently in terms of how, how I want to spend my weekends as a, like a long-term thing in terms of, I don't necessarily feel like I need to go out anymore. I didn't, wouldn't necessarily get like before, wouldn't necessarily get sad if I wasn't going out, but I would be more inclined to go out. Whereas now if I'm not going out at a weekend, I don't necessarily feel like it's like it's a waste or like it, Mm -hmm. yeah. Or like, or just, I'm comfortable with doing that as opposed to being disappointed if I wasn't, uh, it's probably the best way of way of putting it. And that's something that's probably changed over the last, last few months or whatever. Obviously ignoring the lockdown implications because that affects things anyway, but yeah. it certainly became more, that probably has it had an impact in how my mind has changed on this sort, this sort of thing. But it's even prior to that, it was something that was starting to, I was starting to change my mind on as opposed to constantly wanting to be out doing something. I, I'm more comfortable just, I've now changed to be more comfortable with not having to be out. Last question is. What is the most unexplainable thing that's ever happened to you? Explainable. When I was a few years ago, when I was playing rugby, uh, I went headfirst into a concrete post. It somehow didn't break anything, even though my hands swollen up, nothing was actually broken. Like, and it was a quite hefty impact. I didn't actually seriously damage anything to the point of it being broken, even though with what I, with how hard I hit it, it, something should have broken, Yeah, but there wasn't an actual injury there. I didn't have a concussion or anything, but like when it happened, because it's annoying how it wasn't on video because the sound the crowd made when they saw me hit this thing. How would you describe the feeling of? Being in love in one word? Content. That's what keeps playing in my head. It's just, that was the word that first came to my mind. Knowing that it's, there is no pressure there. Like you are content with each other to such a degree that it, you don't necessarily have to see each other for that feeling to still be there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, you can share it with your friends that might be interested and follow me on Instagram at the strangest podcast underscore underscore.